could you pay me in advance? <laughs> Are you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? I don't understand evolution, and I had to protect my kids from understanding it. We will not give in to the bankers. Presidential than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Here we go. Hey, kids. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to episode 400 and something. Yeah. 420... Uh, I want to say five, I think. It's either four or five. I won't know till I go number it. 424 or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, so episode 420 of yeah. the Art Series podcast. Um, so, yeah, Chris and I were just chatting beforehand, and uh, we started to drift into evil prevailing because we are talking about my ex-wife. And um, so... <laughs> Uh, we, I, I said, hey, why don't we start recording so that we can talk about how that fucker's going to steal the election? Yeah. Because there's like, I just, it's, he's gonna, he's gonna get reelected. He's going to get, no, all right, well, let's put it this way. He is not going to leave office and he's going to fuck us all and he's going to stay. He's going to stay. I, between, I mean, I don't think. If he's faced with guns in his face from the people that, you know, are hired to remove him from office, I'm not saying like gun nuts or anything like that, like military that are here to protect the country from tyrants and and squatters in the White House. I think he's too chicken shit to stay. I don't think he has the military on his side. You you know, the bunch of losers and suckers that they are. Right. Did you hear about that um, Atlantic article that sort of laid out how he's like in battleground states where it might be close? So he's been bitching about ballots, ballots, they're going to be invalid and all that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So the electors that go to the, um, you know, the electoral college and, yeah. and say their thing. Um, so what that article basically, I haven't read the article. Okay, I, I there was this news thing about it. It basically it says that um, in battleground states where there's um, Republican leadership, yep, they can um, put aside the quote you know questionable balloting and just direct the uh, the electors and pick the electors who go to. Uh, who who enter their vote into the electoral college, and um, that's how he'll win those particular states. 
So and if um, and again, and then he's got the whole Supreme Court thing mm. where he's going to fuck people that way. So that fucker's not going to leave. And Democrats are too fucking pussyish, puss pussyish. I don't know the French, but um, <laughs> I think that they'll they'll follow the rules of the law, motherfuckers. Well, the rules but, of the law is if you lose, you're out. No, That's but they're but that if easy. The Supreme Court then says, "Well, you know, blah 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 blah," um, because the the system is fucked up. It is so fucked up. It doesn't fucking work anymore because money and cunt bags keep ruining it. Yeah. So he's still going to be in office, and there's not going to be anything that anybody can legally do about it. So that's legally. my legally. Yes. That's why I threw that in there. And that's my take on the state of the nation. Fucked. <sighs> Honestly, I, I, I really don't. I, I, I really I, I just don't see. He, he, what's his thing? Biden would have to win in like a Reagan Mondale landslide. OK. For this to be undisputed. He can dispute it all he wants, but, I mean, the numbers are going to be the numbers. Right? And I I swear what he's going to do is right after the inauguration, he's going to get on a plane and he's going to go to Russia and that's where he's going to live. No, it's too cold. No, there's there's some lower parts that are okay. Although it's always warm when someone's peeing on you. That's true. That's true. That's there. They have very warm showers oh, over Russian there. I heard. So, he doesn't hooks. go. What does it matter if it's cold? That fucker doesn't go outside. He plays golf. That's it. He's going to go to someplace he can't be. There's no extradition. It's going to be a fucking mess. It is going to be a, this country is going to fucking burn, and this it already is. This, this bullshit in Kentucky, what the straight Wait. up fucking bullshit is that? What's going on there? The Breonna Taylor thing. Oh, I thought it was. I thought something new happened since I went to sleep. Oh well, protesters shot two policemen. That's what happened overnight. But were any buildings hurt? No, I don't think that they shot the buildings. Okay, then they should be fine. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I just don't like. Are you fucking kidding? Like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I have no words for that. I, I really don't. Oh, this, it's so fucking infuriating. I, it, I don't. I. I've been trying to, since I read about it, I've been trying to wrap my head around it. And I mean, obviously, there's cops protecting cops. Obviously. Yeah, but a grand jury going. But come on. Um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, they just, that motherfucker who shot into the other building. God damn it. They, that was, that was not cool for him to shoot into a, another apartment. That's dangerous. Yeah. I, 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 from the beginning, I've had a really hard time trying to figure out how you could defend killing someone in their sleep. A stray bullet, one. Okay. Right? 
I, I could yeah. see, okay, that was never intended. But wasn't she shot eight times? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand. So these are these are professionals. Well, trained, how do you train? Oh, professional, paid to do their job, yes. Right. They are, they are, they are trained, yeah. okay? Supposedly a lot, wow. okay? Mm. But, but they are... Like when it, it's it's like you never hear about a cop going up about a cop shooting someone. Oh, wow. They shot him three times. Mm. Like they just fucking open up. Yeah. And just it's like, are you like it's 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 like they're shooting at like the predator or, or something, <laughs> like that. you know, like that, like they're trying to shoot, like take down a Tyrannosaurus Rex or something. They just. Let's yep. put as much yep. thing as many bullets into this person as we can. Oh shit! I thought it was Jason Voorhees. Right? Yeah. Meanwhile, it's that poor black woman asleep in her bed. It was Freddy Krueger. Just every one of these shootings, like even when you see the videos that I can't fucking see anymore, no. it's just like boom, 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 boom. They boom, shot boom. that poor guy seven times in the back as he was going to get in his car. Like, what? how insecure are you? about your about what people are doing do you, you know not understand human behavior i think that during their training because i get news for you right like if i'm shot once i'm yeah. gonna be like like you shoot me in the arm or the leg i'm gonna be like fuck like because i'm sure that hurts yeah right yeah Getting shot, that's kind of the point of bullets it is right so like i think that most people good bad or otherwise are going to stop whatever they're doing, whether they're a bad guy coming to do something to you mm. or they're just some innocent guy like giving a juice box to his kid in the car, whatever the hell that guy was doing. I think if you shoot a guy once, maybe twice, like they're going to stop whatever they're doing. Yeah, okay? I would. So, I'd be like, you know oh, what? shit, that's what it feels like to be shot this sucks. That's what they should so in the academy, in the academy, they should <laughs> – they should shoot them once in the leg. Every police cadet should get shot once in the leg just so they know that, you know what, fuck, I shoot one guy in the leg. He's going to stop what he's doing. But they all seem to think that anybody is do is like superhuman on PCP and they're going to come at him. Yeah. It's just so fucking stupid. I don't get it. Maybe maybe um, part of their thinking is uh, being raised on '80s action movies, right? No, for real. Like, I was I was watching a documentary uh, about the the Tony Hawk video games and the impact they had and all that. And not a shooting in those. Hold on, no. There's there's a point to this. There's a point to this. Um, and the people that the the professional skaters that were in the game were talking about the tricks they see kids doing now that were that grew up playing the game. They're like, there's stuff in that games that you know shouldn't be possible, and I'm seeing kids do it because they saw it in the game, and no one said this isn't this isn't possible. This is right, and and. It could be the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, I'm watching Commando and every bad guy needs 17 machine gun bullets in the chest to stop him. And that's ingrained in your in your psyche of, you know, shoot him in the leg instead of that, where it's like shoot him in the leg. Guess what? They're not going to be able to run. Don't shoot him in the back. 
because there's a lot of vital organs there. It just makes no goddamn sense to me. I I don't like how short the training period is for the cops before they're they're out of the academy. Also, I would think now with all the media like like exposure and all the media can, you, that you see about cop shootings, like why would you want to be the next cop on the news? Why are there still next cops on the news? Yeah. Why don't they just have rubber bullets? That's that's what I don't understand. Or maybe how about up the wattage in the tasers or the vaults or whichever one matters. Uh, the taser should be the go-to one, shouldn't it? Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. I just, I, it's not going to end until we can police like other reasonable countries. But... You know, white supremacist organizations have infiltrated police departments all over the country. Oh yeah, and that's not even a—that's not even a me being hyperbolic. That's like reports I've seen from the government before it was a fucking Orange Republic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I just. <clears throat> Hey, can, can you? I can't wait until um, we all get this herd mentality. <laughs> right? When is that going to happen? No, that's not going to happen. No, no, herd mentality. <laughs> <clears throat> I honestly think Trump's herd mentality slip is um, it's more about him and, and that 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 creepy, shitty real-life vampire dude he's got around him all the time, Stephen Melania? Miller. Oh. Um, Jared is just the doll from The Boy. Um, Jeez. Fucking Jared Kushner. Really? It's just like, oh, my God, you've got such a weird shine to you, uh, to yeah, you boy. He does. He does. It's like he, he moisturizes with vegetable oil. Yeah. Um. I think that's what they're talking about is is that you know oh, let's we got to get all the sheep to follow us ah never mind herd immunity we need herd mentality I swear that's been said before I don't know I saw an ad for um HBO's Comey thing coming up um with Jeff Daniels Oh yeah it looks all right the funny thing is I'm I'm watching it and I'm like hey that looks like Joe L- Lotrulio from uh Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and um, it is him, and he's playing, because Boyle on the show, he's very short, he's very small, he's playing Jeff Sessions. Oh, that's fun casting. I'm like, that's awesome, I'm going to watch this. I wonder how well he does with the accent. I don't know, but Brendan Gleeson is Trump, and it's not bad. He's not bad at it. He's actually, I think, better than Baldwin, which isn't a stretch, but... Right, but Baldwin, I mean, is is going for parody. Yeah, he's doing a, a caricature of him. But the guy yeah. that did did Trump on that Comedy Central show, um, he was good because he was a it was a mix between parody and imitation. Yeah. I just, uh, I just can we just have this over? Can we can we can we, this failed experiment of we need a fucking celebrity. We tried we that in the a- 80s, and the fucking country was destroyed. 
need a business, man. You can't run a country like a business. No, what are we selling? Exceptionalism? Right. Like, like, you can't run a country like a business. And it doesn't fucking work. That's why would not- we hire a guy that's gone out of business in so many different – Trump water, university, stakes, airlines? Really? Well, not even that. Like, it's like the, that's not the government's job. The government's job is supposed to like be there for for the people, keep the people safe. That's why we have to fight for the fucking post office. It's a service. It's not a business. Exactly. It's it's so like. Ugh, but that's a distraction. It's a distraction, but it's also a, it's also a point they're they're pursuing. For uh, you know, the, they gave up on. Uh, it seems like gave up fighting against these ballots, the 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 mail in ballots, the absentee stuff. They're fine with which. I, there's no fucking there's difference. No fucking difference. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, and then Trump the other day tried to um, he tried to float the um, Biden is a pedophile QAnon thing. Like oh, that Biden's on drugs. Yeah, it's like, dude, stop talking about yourself and blaming it on Biden. Like that's all Trump does. He is a better projectionist than I could ever possibly hope to be. I um, I think <laughs> I think that all of Trump's bullshit talking about how badly um Biden's gonna do in the debates and. And all that, I think at one at, at some point that's going to bite him in the ass because if Biden does even like pretty good, like the bar is set so low theoretically yeah. Yeah. that you know Biden just needs to do okay and um, and it'll be better than Trump says he would do. So it'll uh, you know in a way he's sort of you know helping Biden in a weird way. I yeah. mean Biden was was great in debates like his his last debate with with um bernie sanders was fantastic like i think biden's gonna be fine in debates oh yeah yeah he's he's got charm he's personable he can tell a joke and seem sincere about it yeah when's the debate is that next tuesday i don't know he won't add or i'll sniff through the whole thing Uh, presidential debate. Every day I wake up. I put that into Google and it says, you're really going to watch that shit? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you are a braver man than I am, and I am an all-knowing computer. Oh, yeah, the 29th. That's Tuesday. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, let's see. So that's next week. All right. Huh. Cool. I didn't cool. think it was happening so soon. I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope yeah, Biden brings his shovel. There's going to be like three of them or something. Well, I thought they would be closer together, more toward the the whole thing there. The uh, thing is, though, like honestly, if you're undecided right now, you're a fucking liar, or an idiot, or you just want attention. Because fuck you. How can you be undecided? Yeah. But. Like, at least have the balls to say, look, I know Trump is hated and I'll be hated for voting for him, but that's who I'm going to vote for. You know, have the balls to say it. Yeah. But just this fucking, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not really sure. It's it's like, how are you not sure? 
How are you not sure? One guy is literally putting fire on a dumpster fire. Yeah, well, yeah, one is and literally a, a, a Nazi racist. <laughs> yeah. It's, I just, I just don't get it. Fucking people, man. Anyway, let's move out of politics. Before hold, I on, say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What else? We hold on. Um, Kamala Harris is, um, is is using someone as a stand-in for Mike Pence for her debates, like they always do. You know, so she uses a cardboard cutout, so she's used to talking to a cardboard cutout. Oh no, this is this is brilliant because it it really it seems like such an uh, uh, like not underhanded, not back it, but such a subtle slap in the face to Pence. Who's the cutout? Who's the, not the cutout? Who's the statesman? <laughs> Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> That's so awesome and so amazing. right. That's great. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Pete's gay. Mike Pence is too. Um, <laughs> come on, he is. He's so against being gay. He's like. The king of the gays, secretly. His mom won't let him be gay. What? His, his wife, mom, won't let him be gay. Yeah. Oh, that's so creepy. Oh, man, oh, man. So, into another topic, let's just, you know, very smoothly segue. Okay. Uh, so, did you see the trailer for WandaVision? Yes. Oh my god. That's so going to be such a mind fuck. Right? I cannot wait for I don't even know what the fuck this show is supposed to be. Yeah. It's like I don't know cuz he's dead and like just there's a part of me that likes to think it's all going on in his head. Right. Cuz he's dead and then he'll show up in some movie somewhere. True. Um, but it's like it is such a weird fucked up trailer yeah i can't wait for this show i don't think he's the one well i think both of their consciousnesses are are somewhere together and it it could very well be in the five years of the uh the blip that would be perfect but i don't i don't know although no because if if it's that timeline, like, no, he couldn't come back. He didn't blip. He was dead before the blip. Right, right. But Wanda can distort reality. So she could be wherever the soul stone sends you. Yeah. And she could bring him there. I mean, she yes, she's right? created people out of, out of whole cloth before. So. Oh, really? Yeah, in the comics, she I think she created twins, um, but they weren't real. And, and this whole thing, uh, somebody did a, a breakdown of it, um, theorizing on some stuff. And the one thing that actually makes the most sense, if you look at the scene where she's wearing her comic-accurate outfit, which I think looks really, you know, adorable on her. Yeah. Um, she's, like, spinning in circles and laughing. And then when you go to Vision wearing his 
comic thing. It's like a hoodie that's green pulled up over his head and a chintzy see-through satin cape and stuff, and he looks miserable. So I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe he's trying to break out of it. And somebody uh, somebody else theorized that every time there's a like a little little crack, little schism in um, the reality she has going, it jumps a decade in TV land. <laughs> so it could be. And then there's there's rumors that it's gonna somehow connect to the uh, the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys knocked it out of the park with Mandalorian. Uh, so bring it. Let's see. I'm all for it. Um, yeah, oh, I'm totally into it. I can't wait. They were not even close to my favorite part of any of the movies because, you know, Spider-Man was in those movies. But I think... I think this... They really they really locked in on something good with this. It had to have an interesting premise. I mean, I, I like them both, definitely both as actors. I like Paul Bettany since... I think the first thing I saw him in that I remember him from was A Knight's Tale. I want to say. Really? Yeah. That I remember him from, at least. Let me go back and look. Because he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Let's see. Paul Bettany. Come on, internet. Everybody's online right now, so it's a little slower. Night's Tale was 2001. Um, let's see. No, no. First thing he was in, in a, a Wycliffe, The Bill, Sharp, all TV series. Two movies called The Land Girls and Bent, then Coming Home, Killer Net, Every Woman Knows a Secret, all miniseries. And then After the Rain, The Suicide Club, Gangster Number One, Dead Babies, David Copperfield, which was a TV movie, and then A Knight's Tale, which I think is where a lot of people started to see him. And then he was in A Beautiful Mind the same year, which I never saw. Oh, I saw that. That was pretty good. I had a, I had a, I, I really didn't like, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, yeah, him. Um motherfucker yeah let me see uh there's russell crowe thank you i really didn't like him early on i kept wanting to start his name with like that hard c sound like it's something up but like i knew what (laughs) i break cunt yeah (laughs) ah that's for our friends in england yeah that was um that was really good you know what else i watched which was very cute no idea um Enola Holmes. Okay, Netflix. okay. Is She's it? Great. Love her. Um, and, and who it was, is it? Oh, that's uh, Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So Bobby, Bobby. Bobby Millie Brown. Bobby Millie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I really almost wish that Bobby Brown was more popular these days because that would be hilarious to see those two together. That would be um, really good. If she could sing, they could do a song for the new Ghostbusters movie. And then bring Milli Vanilli in to lip sync it because that would be fucking hilarious. Actually, you would have it would be Milli because <laughs> one of them's dead. I don't remember which one. Vanilli's dead. <laughs> Milli, no Vanilli. Yeah, 
Oh, that's funny. But anyway, it was it was it was a pretty good little movie. Hmm. Uh, it was like you know this. It's they really tried to jam in. There was a lot of stuff that felt very sort of contemporary, like sending a message politically kind of stuff. Okay. Um, um, but it was um, but it was it was pretty good. I think it has like if they do an like I'd be fine. Um, seeing it like them doing a sequel and her like being a little franchise for her solving mysteries because she kind of drifts toward being more like Sherlock instead of Mycroft. Okay. Um, a total dick in this. So, um, but it's, uh, you know, there's like a bunch of like sort of family drama that sort of spends, you know, takes up a little bit of time in the second act, but it's, um, but it was good and okay. she's really good. And I like, the um you know breaking the fourth wall thing that she does uh, which is, you know which is good it's not too much of it in fact there were places where i i almost expected her to say something to the camera uh, and she didn't oh. which was okay good well that's you know? good don't overdo it yeah yeah but then there was like a couple like i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything there were a couple of ones that were like really sort of like very cutely done if i could uh, okay so it was um yeah it was pretty fun so, I mean, still, I think that the, the, I don't know, gold standard right now for breaking the third, breaking that wall is, um, um, Fleabag. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's, she's just like, like, you can't get better than that. I have not seen anything that good since, I don't know, Max Headroom. So. <laughs> nice. It's so, one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Because at least, at least with Deadpool, you expected it, but yeah. Fleabag, you didn't. Like if you went in cold, you had no idea. Right. I mean, the first time in Fleabag, she just kind of, you know, it just kind of looks and just, wait a minute, this is good. And then it gets. Have you watched that whole series? I don't think I finished it because it oh, got depressing. So good. yeah, but it's so good. It's so. It good. is. Like, it definitely is. Second season with the priest. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Really, really. Fun. There's one thing where, you know, he asks her a question about religion. And she says something snarky, and a picture falls off the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, just, he just giggles. He's like, God, I love when he does that. You right. Know? So it was, um, it was, it was pretty funny. It was just like it's very seldom that I come across a like a a character who's religious that isn't annoying. Right. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't um, mind. I don't. I, I actually like a lot of. Um, well, not made by religious companies, for instance, like the um, "God's Not Dead" stuff. Not that. Not yeah. the, not the Christian exploitation, but I, I I I definitely like. I like a, I like some religion in my horror movies. Definitely, I like the whole idea of that because. It's a it's a well established mythology to build off of, so that's just fun. So whether it's you know you know Dibix and or Jin or Jesus, whoever's coming to scare you, doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I had a great idea for a movie. What's that? Okay, so it's about the 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 second coming of of Jesus. Okay. Oh wait, never. Not porn. Okay. No. 
No, because why why go with the second? Why not do the 55th? He's God, right? right? Exactly. Um, so my idea would be that you you start off with this kid and he's just, you know, raised a normal kid. No, nothing. Like uh, the mother says, you know, does all the Mary stuff, you know. Oh, I, I don't know who the father is. So it's like all your typical, you know, fatherless, you know, but adoptive father kind of thing. You get the yeah. whole thing going. But then when, (laughs) but when, when he's old enough in his mid twenties, he, um, he then, he then convinces the, the whole world through miracles and stuff that he actually is the second coming of Jesus. Like everybody believes because there is irrefutable proof. Okay. Okay, and then this is when we have the tone shift, because then he starts acting like Republican Jesus. <laughs> Hates everybody, buys all the guns, is completely racist, is against everything, but way more hardcore than the Republicans are. Like he's turning people into salt pillars for eating shrimp. Like all kinds. Is that mixed fabric and a bear attacks them? You know, show them what they're talking about. Right. Stupid fuckers. Jesus is not like that. Jesus is supposed to be better than that. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> it's yeah. like Ezra and better than Ezra. Yeah. Yeah. My Jesus would be Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> But I think <clears throat> I think in the right hands that could be written as a nice like Bobcat Goldthwait could make a good parody out of that because he did he does he actually do, makes really good movies only only if he's playing the title role oh man no he would have to he would definitely have to be God at the end. Where when Jesus goes back up and he's like, I gave them what they what they wanted. This is what they said I was. Wow, <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> Those assholes never know what's going on. I uh, just you, you should have learned my lesson from Tommy Boy. Giving the family business to the idiot son doesn't work. <laughs> I just think that would be really funny. It could even be done as a short. You know, he's got the back, the blue shirt and blue light, <laughs> the MAGA hat. All that stuff. Uh, I, was, I was just thinking, what would they do if they actually got what they wanted? Is that really what they want? Somebody to tell them what to do all the time because it's always don't tread on me, but don't do that, which makes no sense to me. Don't tread on me while I'm treading on you. Exactly. What what are we, a tank? Come on. (laughs) Don't get in the way of my treading. I'm trying to tread over here. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Hey, so... Um, I heard this thing in business news the other day. Did you ever, this is so interesting, just 
Um, in terms of streaming services, did you ever? Um, did you? I'm sure you heard of Quibi, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't subscribe. Did you ever subscribe? No. Okay. No. So Quibi, I thought was really interesting because, like, I I had heard like an interview on Marketplace or something with their CEO. Yeah. About like, and it was supposed to be little kind of like bite size bits of entertainment, you know, like while you're waiting at the bank or something like that, like quick little streaming things, yeah. like really high quality, good people in it. And, you know, they got a lot of good talent and it just like it got fucked by COVID because no one's no one was going anywhere. No one wanted small little bite sized bits of right. uh, entertainment. They were sitting there and they're watching, you know, nine seasons of the office right. in day so um but i just thought it was just really interesting how like an interest like if covid never happened quibi could have been really kind of cool because i saw some of the trailers for some of the stuff they had and uh, they looked like some pretty interesting little stories and like i said they got some interesting people um it's just i just you know they're for sale now if you want to buy a streaming service um, but they just never had a chance because COVID came out of nowhere and just killed that whole idea. Well, that's not the only reason to be but fair. I, yeah. I think it's a big, I just don't think it ever had a chance to get off the ground because well, it, it launched like right before COVID started. Yeah. But there's, um, there's, there's, um, a YouTube channel, some more news. Um, I don't know if you're aware of it. Uh, every week he puts up this uh, uh, anywhere between 15 minute to an hour long, depending on the subject. And he did 21 and a half minutes on Quibi. Oh, really? And oh, it's really in depth. And it's and it's why the company was basically set up to fail before it begins. Because no one in the company really knew what they were about or what they were really supposed to be doing. And they got people to sign up, surprisingly got them to sign up, like Reno 911. Um, I did watch 50 States of Fright, the, um, the horror anthology they had. And I'll say, sitting down and watching it, the most annoying thing was just as it gets ramped up in an episode, it goes to credits. However, they do have a show now where uh, a lot of the stuff, like you can watch if your phone's vertical or horizontal. So it's it's set up different for each one. But a lot of times they don't, the, the early people didn't think of that aspect ratio and the change for the way they film things. But there's one, and I forget what it's called because I only saw an ad and I never thought I'd be talking about Quibi. Um, and if you turn it vertical, it goes to uh, point of view footage. And if you turn it horizontal, it's like shot by a camera. That's kind of interesting. That I like. That is a very interesting idea. But I think the, the Quibi thing is too long to put on at the end of the show. So I'll just put it on the Facebook page. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Uh, because I, I just like I really... Like when I heard when I heard that woman in the marketplace, I'm like, oh, this sounds like a really interesting like platform. It's 
you know, kind of like, like I said, bite-sized stuff. And it's like YouTube is still, for me, it feels very kind of scattered and, and, and let's know what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just sort of all over the place. Um, I subscribe to like maybe a dozen different, you know, mm. accounts. Um, so yeah, I, I have a, I have probably have three dozen things I'm subscribed to, but it's for all different reasons. Uh, some of it is that, um, that, that old tool restoration stuff. That's nice and relaxing. Uh, some of it is, um, guitar tutorial stuff, model building, horror stuff, all different kinds of things. SCPs. I like the SCP, um, the whole, the whole mythology with that. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, SCP is, um, basically it's a community driven, um, like, like you remember the warehouse at the end of Raiders. Um, it's, it's like that and warehouse 13 where anomalous objects and creatures are captured and cataloged. And it's like the reports on them and interviews if they're able to talk. And it's just, it's just world building, uh, monster anomalous object stuff. And some of it's really fascinating. And my favorite one is, um, about this, this disc, it's called the red sea object. And, um, when it's put it put against a mirror, it opens a portal to another dimension, but it depends on some unknown factor of the person that last held it. So it can be blue tinted, green, yellow, red, purple. Um, and everyone takes you to a different area, possibly on the same world that's gone through an apocalyptic event. And it's, uh, it's one of the longer ones. And, the reports on what each environment is and the creatures in it, I, I just find it fascinating and I want, I want to see more. It's just a nice little... It, it's actually nice writing exercises for people to create stuff. Yeah, um, there's like there's like 5,000 entries in it now, plus... It's, uh, I've, been, I've been reading about them for, geez, five or six years, maybe. So, yeah. it's pretty neat. It's pretty. I I would like to see an anthology based on that, where the wraparound is like someone in the foundation. So one of the guys I listen to, basically, he just reads the reports and he does a little bit of dramatization when it's interview stuff. But it's almost like he sets it up as a um, a training session, like an information, like a, a mission briefing almost. Yeah. You know, today we're going to learn about this one and it's SCP and then a, a, a string of numbers usually. And um, then he reads the report and uh, the, that channel's name is the Vulgan for anybody that's uh, that's interested. Um, and actually coming home from doing trivia, I would just queue him up, queue up a playlist and just just listen to some. Sometimes I would get through half of one on the way home. Sometimes I could go through three or four depending on what was in the where I was in the playlist. So, yeah, some are neat. Some are really sad. There's one that's really sad called Where Have the Dragons Gone? Um, but a lot of them are interesting. It's mostly horror, a bunch of sci-fi. I like it. So there, there, there's, uh, there's something different <laughs> that we've never talked about. <laughs> and I, I've been, I, I, I want to, I want to meet more people that 
are interested in it. Um, because, uh, you know, I don't meet anybody anymore. So, but Hey, that may change, uh, in mid October. We'll see, put out some applications, a application yeah. that I have a really good feeling about. So we'll see. Cool. I don't know. I don't know. And you're going to meet a whole bunch of new people when you move. Cause you always meet new people when you move. I always meet new people. Uh, I am a people person. Yeah. I believe I'm an, apparently an angry people person. Now. Well, you're a people person, but you know the people suck. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I I, uh, I love gatherings, but I hate people. Yes. So. Um, what a bunch of hey, bastards. Right? <laughs> I watched that movie Inside Man. That's, that was from a while ago. Yeah, it was. I, it holds up. Huh. It holds up. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. I um I had forgotten a bunch of it. I mean, like I remembered like how it like ended, you know, like the hook to mm. it. Um, but um, there was a bunch of stuff I'd forgot. I totally, completely forgot that Jodie Foster was in it. Oh yeah. And I literally like I'm watching it, and I literally out loud to no one in particular go. Hey, it's Jodie Foster. <laughs> I do that you know, all the time. As if she just walked into my diner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah. No recollection that she was that she was in there, which, you know, given how I like to manipulate movies in my head and pay attention to who's in what movie with whomever, it was uh it was um it was pretty fucked up that I missed that. So <laughs> Um, and then when I went through, every time I watch a movie, I'll go into the IMDb trivia stuff. Yep. So uh, in this movie, they mentioned Dog Day Afternoon a couple of times as references to other like bank heist movies. Right. And um, a little factoid, there's a woman in Inside Man whose name I don't know now, but it's a great sort of movie game thing because she was also a hostage in Dog Day Afternoon. So uh, that gives you a connection, Dog Day Afternoon to Inside Man. And, uh, you know, and remembering that woman's name is kind of the point, and right. I don't. Right. So, yay. But it's a good uh, trivia question. It is. Yeah. Yes. Connect those two movies by this person. <clears throat> yeah. So. so here's something I've been doing off and on. Um, on Instagram, um, one of my aunts uh, showed up um, and followed me. And I'm like, oh, I thought I already followed her. So followed back, no posts or anything. And I didn't think anything of it for a couple of days. And then I got a message and nobody messages me on Instagram. So I'm like, all right, this is weird. <laughs> so she wrote, hello, exclamation point. How are you? Hope you're doing well and enjoying life. Exclamation point. Just checking if you are keeping safe yeah, and staying. I hope you're enjoying life. Right, right. Just checking if you are keeping safe and stay healthy. Okay. Uh, I'll give you one, you know, grammar error. Yeah. There we are. Girls and Ellen are working remote. Good to hear from you. Stay safe. Hope you aren't affected by the wildfires. Because she's in California. Yeah. So, she had written on Friday at 2, and then on Sunday, I wrote back, because, you know, I'm really on top of shit. Yeah. So, about 
40 minutes later, she wrote back, I was, and I'm going to read this word for word. I was just wondering if you have heard any about the federal government grant offer and Publishers Clearinghouse, comma, they're helping the employees, comma, sorry, space, comma, old, capitalized, veterans, retired, non-workers, youth, business, enterprises, and disabled, no commas, enterprises and disabled are capitalized, with cash, did you get anything from them? I'm like, all right, here we go. I wrote back, nope. I benefit the sum of $50,000 from them, not the government, and I, lowercase I, don't have to pay them back, and also not a loan. Did you know how to apply for it? Nope. <laughs> Should I give you their WhatsApp number to apply for it as well? <laughs> yeah, because you're going to apply for a government program through an app <laughs> through whatsapp <laughs> so i i went on facebook and i contacted this relative and i said hey uh what's your instagram thing and she told me i'm like okay well instead of a dot this one has an underline i said i just wanted to make sure it was uh it wasn't you before i start being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so should i give you their what huh what's that and then it's like game on right right should i give you their whatsapp number to apply for it as well sure (laughs) this is the agent whatsapp number one nine eight nine six two five four one four two text her now to know if you are qualified to receive Sounds good. Hey, are you still coming over tomorrow? (laughs) I sent that yesterday at 8.47 a.m. And at 8.32, they wrote back, don't this so, don't think I will. That's too bad. Are the kids sick again? Took a whole day to respond. (laughs) Yes. She has one son that's older than me and one son that's a year younger than me. (laughs) Both are married with children. Also, as I said, um, hope you stay safe from the wildfires. She's in California and I'm in Massachusetts. And then immediately after that, they wrote, Do that right now and keep me posted so I can confirm the number I sent to you if it correct. Oh, what? Give me that number again. I want to Google it. Hold on one second. Let me. This is the last response I wrote because I'm building up to a lot of stuff here. Oh, you let me know right away if you need anything. I'm only an hour and a half away. I don't mind the drive if it helps you out. I'm like 48 hours away by driving, right? (laughs) If I drive straight through. Yeah. The next thing I'm going to write is, um, hey, I'm coming over because it's been eight months since the abortion and you still owe me $575. (laughs) So before I do this for you, you need to do this for me. 
Oh, that's awesome. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, it's one nine eight nine six two five four one four two. Four one four two. I had got a, a messenger uh, notification from someone um, that I know through the shows, um, probably six years ago, and I knew it wasn't them because of the the terrible English. Um, and so, <laughs> I I just kept going on and on and on, and and finally I said, hey. I was trying to remember where was that restaurant? What was the name of that restaurant where we where we had lunch like two months ago before you left? Because they were in Spain and they ran out of money and all their stuff was stolen. And they're like, I don't remember, but that was fun. I'm like, dude, we've never met in person, so cut the shit and delete this account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine just said, you know, do you want to know whose number this is? That kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, when I go... So I had, um, when I was doing the phone thing, I had a, um, like someone call my cell phone and tell me that they were from windows support. (laughs) They picked the wrong person. Motherfucker, you got the wrong guy. (laughs) Yeah. So, so we, and it was a dead night at work. So I'm just like. Yeah, I'm going to go with this. And my <laughs> boss was like, do it. <laughs> so they're telling me, like, what to type in. I'm like, wait a minute. Do I, do I need the internet on? <laughs> they're like, yeah. I go, okay, hold on. The modem is plugged into the same plug that my aunt has her wheelchair plugged into. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so then one of my coworkers yells, why are you unplugging my wheelchair? I'm like, Bro. Like it's like Howard Wallowitz's mother, <laughs> and we forty five minutes. Oh wow! Great. And then the neck, like, and then they hung up, and then they called me back, and I answered Windows support. How can I help you? <laughs> and like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah. Um, well, we got a message that your uh, your Windows machine has got a virus, and I'm um, my job is to help you deal with that. So if you open up a browser right now and type in this web address, did you give him the same the, one? Which was the, yeah, which was the same. And so like the dude's totally fucking confused. He's just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's was, awesome. It was uh, 45 minutes. Just me getting to the internet was (laughs) fucking amazing. It was great. Uh, Uh, I did watch one. um, It might have been James Acaster. I can't remember. Um, He um, it was the it was the go get Target gift cards and give me the numbers. And he just he took hours and hours and he's like and i never left my house i just did all this from home like i found images online and and all that and (laughs) it was like xbox gift cards it's like all right so i redeemed them all (laughs) they're like no you're not supposed to redeem them give me the codes or we will send the police i love that that we will send the police (laughs) i'm waiting for one of those because the answer is just gonna be fucking bring it yeah. <laughs> These days, yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, 
that's funny. So I think I think what I'm going to end with uh, on this one is um, I'm going I'm to look up what kind of um, federal offense this is because clearly we're going over state lines here, right? This is internet fraud, um, and I'm gonna, I'm just going to you know according to statute blah 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 blah. If this is a scam, you know what's going to happen to you. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the abortion thing first. Or maybe I'll just start making up shit and admit to them, like, like all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, you know, since we're not face to face, I have this real heavy weight and um, I, I just have to get a bunch of things off my chest uh, before I see you again. <laughs> there are some things that you should know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, some my things, God. Do you think things, I could make them so uncomfortable oh they God. stop? <laughs> I have someone in my basement because <laughs> they don't know the relationship that between me and, and 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 her you know godmother aunt you know nephew that kind of thing they have no idea different last names right this could be fun but they're so fucking slow in responding yeah I know it's just like come on man I'm trying to have fun <laughs> he's like entertain me scammer right yeah <laughs> I mean, a spam email is no fun. It really isn't. I just can't do anything with that. Right. Yeah. Give me a phone. I'd rather the phone call. Give me the phone call. (laughs) I'm I'm always in the car. Let's do this. (laughs) I can't imagine what would happen if you got one and you were on a long drive and had nothing to do. (laughs) Man. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> I just, I just, all I ask is that if that ever does happen, pull the iPad out and just start an audio recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 15 hours to Brooklyn. That's I'll make that an entire episode. <laughs> oh, God. When am I going on a big long drive next? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're not allowed to go anywhere, so. I know. No one can go anywhere. Nope. Nope. But- there hasn't been a, a COVID outbreak in Peabody yet from the schools, but it's only been a week. Yeah, it'll so. get there. It'll happen. Somebody will, you know, yeah. touch on somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. The girls did actually go into the school building yesterday. Oh, how was that? Quick, because it was for picture day. Oh. Because they need a picture on their account. They need it on their school ID. And um, it's like, I know what you fucking look like. I don't need your picture. I see you all the time. Um, but it was nice. They went in there. They they said it was weird. Everybody stayed six feet apart. Everybody had masks. I took them purposely 10 minutes late because I figure all the overeager parents would get there early. So there were less people there when they got there. Ah, yeah, that's a good idea. Because, yeah, because you know that it was going to be all cluster. Yeah. Everyone- they're on time and you know i was i'm trying to be smart about it as smart as we can because i don't i mean they um the girls said i didn't go in i just dropped them off in the front and i'm like if you need me i put real pants on today i can come in and help that's fine (laughs) um because a lot of times when I go down to the to the place and the girls go in to get the food, it's like I got on my plaid comfy things. I got maybe slippers on. You're lucky I have a shirt. Like, nah. 
I think the next thing I'll get dressed for from the waist up will probably be the video interview if they uh, if they interview me for this this job yeah. I applied for. Um, was my point? So yeah, so they went. They go in, and it was um, it was uh, a line in the auditorium, so it would just be like a like a movie theater with a stage, right? And yeah. um, they they wait six feet apart. And then one gets called up. The photographer and the assistant are six to eight feet apart. They sit down. They take their mask off. I'm sure Rip and, and Nova held their breath. And um, they take the picture. Mask goes right back on. That's it. Wouldn't it have made more sense if they just had parents take a picture with just a plain background and just have like a couple of guidelines so that they're all somewhat uniform and then just send those into the school. Wouldn't that? Yeah, but, but you can't assume everybody has a camera, the ability to do that, the time, the knowledge. And there's probably a contract with this photography studio that they sign every, you know, fiscal year. So before this even happened, that's what I would assume. But then again, then again, it's a uh, hundred kids or a hundred plus kids are doing remote and the rest are all in the school. So most of them were already there. Yeah. So. But even it's like, like kids don't have access. Great. Have them come in. Yeah. Or do it. And just, I would just think that having as few people involved as possible when you could just email that shit. True. I don't know. Uh, this one, this one I was, okay with not thrilled but i'm like okay so we'll just we'll just go when everybody's gone (laughs) we we had our genius district manager say all right so all the chairs that have been stacked up in the corner put them around that big table in the middle and we're like well wait a minute we're not supposed to have people sitting like that well we're gonna zip tie the chairs to like the legs so that people can't pull them out i just want the place to look more welcoming so we're going to cock tease these people by telling them, hey, look, there's a nice big table in the middle of the, the middle of the cafe. You can't sit there, though. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, clock's ticking for me. So I'm just going to say what I feel. People are just like, oh, so we can sit in there? No. Oh, it looks like we can. I know, right? Psych. <laughs> Have a great day. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I- so – I, I think I've only met two or three district managers that actually have a good sense of of how everything works. Oh, it's, oh, excuse me. It's just you can't, like, just listen to us. Like, at least take our knowledge of the place into consideration. Like, ask us, hey, do you think this will make a difference or this, this you know – you know, people weren't like, oh, man, the chairs are piled up in the corner. That's so not welcoming. Yeah. They're, they're hey, thanks for being open. I'm going to get my shit and leave. Thanks. That, that's 90% of the people who come in there. We had a they're, we had a district manager at Lowe's. Uh, Brian, I think his name was. And um, I was walking with him and Karen. And we were talking. This is when the, uh, the, the Dawn of the Dead remake was coming out. Oh, yeah. And, um, I think we had test screened it the night before and um, Karen had said something and uh, he asked me, Karen asked me, you know, how do you think it's going to do? And, you know, 
knowing my shit, <laughs> I said, yeah. it's actually really good. I'm surprised how good it is. I think it's going to do really well. And Brian said, well, there's no accounting for taste. I'm like, it's probably why somebody married you. <laughs> but I was right. It was fucking, it, it did so much business. Yeah. And then remember when I pissed Michelle off? Like to no end in one of the meetings? You're going to have to narrow that down. Right. So um, we were talking about movies and where they should be placed um, and what's going to do well over the okay. over the summer. And, uh, and, and, and she said, and then there's this Hellboy 2. I'm like, don't discount Hellboy. That's going to do really well. No, it's not. It, it is. And it fucking did. Yeah. I don't know why people don't listen to me. I, I got in an argument and... Uh, Sorry, why? I wasn't listening. Yeah, fuck off. Um, when I worked for Video Update, uh, it was a franchise uh, set of stores up in New Hampshire because the corporate ones were, were further south. And um, there, was the, there was the district manager who used to um, fill vending machines at Logan Airport so he's fucking qualified. Um, and then the owner who just wanted a business and his wife. No no interest or knowledge in movies, honestly. And we argued that they, they said, oh, you know, it's too bad Titanic's never going to be released on video. And I said, what are you talking about? It's going to be out before Christmas. It's going to be huge. I'll bet you it comes out, you know, early November. No. I read it's never going to be released on video. And I said, that doesn't make sense. And, you know, don't argue with the owners, I guess. And then don't be right on fucking top of it. Uh, I just, uh, come on. Stuff like that. Like, if you're going to, like, be. Oh, we have lost Frank. Let me see if I can get him back. I will, uh continue to talk while i uh try to call him back up again and let's see what's going on what the hell happened are you hung up on yourself <laughs> i don't know it just disconnected anyway what you were saying was because i'm nowhere near the computer that's running it so i oh. i didn't touch it um you had said that's the problem and then, oh. and then it disconnected uh, okay because i think i was just saying that like why would you have a business like in something like movies that like just be passionate about it you know? yeah. don't just you know if you want something that's literally just this turnkey money machine let just you know get into fucking vending machines you know go take the money out and just do that whole thing but yeah. something like movies where your enthusiasm for it is only going to sort of sort of rally your customer base right Right. You know, I mean, when we were doing the, 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 the video, the, the movie nights at the theater, you yeah. know, the, um, the trivia stuff, the fact that we were really into it and we really knew our shit, people, it, it draws them in. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. We made up, we made, we made a bunch of friends. Yeah. Yeah. People we still talk to now. It's, yeah. it's I don't know, man. I just don't understand. I don't either. It, We've worked with so many people. In movie theaters. I have too. Like over the years, so many different theaters where people are like they don't they don't watch the movies. Like 
what are you doing? Like, I get it. If you work at McDonald's, you can't eat there every day, but you should know the fucking products. Right. That always, that always aggravated me. Like, like, like the, the, the manager that was, okay. So we had this manager, Michelle, who was given to us by AMC. Um, and the devil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, honestly, I think she thought Hellboy wasn't going to do well because she was kind of ultra religious. Um, I come to find out later anyway. So like she never watched movies. So she did, had, and and we've worked with people that have um that have that have bought a theater as a retirement plan. Yeah. How good a business person are you? But That's... then we've had people that run theaters that have the worst fucking taste in movies. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like don't yeah. discount well, they've got like a kind of a like solid customer base, but there's they're so worried about upsetting that base that they won't try anything new or interesting or try to draw in a, a new crowd. Yeah, meanwhile you have staff with 50, 60 years of experience <laughs> added up between them. Right. And hundreds of thousands of movies watched. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about the, the day-to-day management staff people because those are the people that are generally really into it. You know? Yeah. Like our friend, who I hope is still listening. Right. We know who he is. Yeah. We're only going to name names of people we don't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is really just getting into like talking in code. I remember that guy at that yeah. place thing yeah the thing yeah 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 yeah. he used an electrical cord as a belt yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's a real thing people that's a real thing (laughs) oh joey oh no it was a sock it wasn't electrical because his nickname was joey sock belt joey sock belt yep yep i just never understood that i i don't know like how can you work and i i get it if you work a machine in a, in a, in, like when I was doing textile work or when I worked at Velcro, um, maintaining machines and, and, and running textile machines, like you don't have to be passionate for that. You just have to be good at it. Your passionate stuff is somewhere else out there. But if it's entertainment it's or art, music or, yeah, stuff like that, like, yeah, be into it. Yeah. When I worked at Sam Goody, um, I was never in the music section. Because I like what I like, and I don't really branch out from that that often, especially back then. Now I do because, like, I'm like, well, what have I missed? But um, I was and movies. It, but the thing, and and now you can just like you can literally like listen to whatever you want whenever you want. Right. So it actually hones your taste in even more, and it insulates you a little better. But I was in I was in the movie section. People had a question about a movie. I'd stand there and be like, "Yeah, that's in uh, drama. Uh, don't look under T for the. Look under blah blah blah. It's got this color cover box." Yeah, like that. That was it. That was that easy. Like I could stand at the front counter of Blockbuster, 
and see the the movie they're talking about. Be like, they're orange and green, third row down, second over. It doesn't look like it's in because there's no box behind it. <laughs> but don't watch it because you won't like it. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Jack Black character from uh, <laughs> from High Fidelity. I would only do that if it was like some B-grade horror movie and I'd seen it and they're like, how is this? I'm like, well, do you like bad? Because it's the good kind of bad. Uh <laughs> Looking to kill time and not feel bad about it? The dumbest thing about Sam Goody is that um, in 2000, I want to say, we were given these oversized movie tickets, piles of them to hand out to customers for a new service called Netflix. Oh, I heard of that. Yeah. And it was um, was, uh, Rent-A-Movie. Through their website, they mail it to you. I think it's kind of funny that Sam Goody, who, (laughs) I mean, that's just sort of asking for trouble. All right, so hold on. You're getting ahead of me. (laughs) It's like getting your Netflix coupon from Blockbuster. (laughs) Yeah, which, by the way, Blockbuster passed on buying Netflix. You know that, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another company that I worked at and destroyed. So (laughs) we're supposed to hand these out to people. And I read it, and I'm like, rent? Okay, so you're paying $7 a month. It gets mailed to you. You get it in three to five days. In the beginning, it was like three to five days. Yeah. I'm like, so for $15 a month, if you watch the movie right away, you could send it back 25 530 Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then there was the two-disc-at-a-time plan. And I remember standing there because they, they said, hand these out to everybody. And I'm like, do you want your company to go out of business? Because this is going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, do you want bankruptcy lawyers? Because this is how you get bankruptcy lawyers. So where is Sam Goody now? Sam Goody is in the pile of companies that I used to work for that don't exist anymore. The Peabody Times, a newspaper I used to deliver. <laughs> Toys R Us, <laughs> KB Toy and Hobby, um, General Cinema, Star Cinema, USA, Lowe's, Blockbuster, Video Update, Sam Goody. Brickhouse Games isn't dead, though. No, it's not dead. I don't count that. Um, where else have I worked? I've worked, I've worked a lot of places. Oh, Malden Mills, the department I'm in, um, was destroyed in a fire that I had nothing to do with. And, um, that department doesn't exist anymore. So that's technically gone. Um, a lot of places that I've worked, um, just don't exist anymore. So, uh, yeah, except that one you could have seen coming. Hey, yeah. we're we're music and movies. Let's uh let's destroy the movies part. <laughs> What's the internet? Yeah, boy. I remember too at Video Update, um they didn't have video games. They weren't renting video games. And this was like late 90s. I'm like, "Why don't we it just just let me try it. Let me rent 10 games." And you know what? Those 10 fucking games never stayed on the shelf. Yeah. 
but I'm fired because I'm 10 minutes late all the time. (laughs) (laughs) What really pissed me off about that, though, is I could never get a handle on the traffic. That's my fault. But what really pissed me off was I was I took my vacation and my first day back driving to the to the building, my tire blew out. So I was legitimately late. I had road dust all over my hands, little bit of grease, all that. I was sweaty. Like and I'm like, I couldn't help this and, and they clearly there were other reasons. Maybe arguing with the owner's wife about Titanic could have done it. But uh <laughs> I was right. I was right. I don't know what to tell you. What's the big um what's the game rental Netflix type thing now? What is oh, that? Does called? that even exist anymore? No. It was Gamefly. That's what it was. I used them for a while. Took so fucking long for the shit to get here. Oh, it is still there. Hold on. Hold on. And boom. Yep, it's still active. Huh. Interesting. Let's see how much it cost. So I think when I was doing it, it was... Oh, okay. Standard nine fifty a month for three months. Fifteen, yeah, it was about fourteen dollars for one disc. <sighs> yeah, well, yeah, I used huh? for a while. Yeah, I did too, but it took way too long to get the games back and forth. But now, in the last, I don't know, in the last week. Um, I've gone through all the free games on um, the Xbox Marketplace, and I've downloaded anything that looked remotely interesting. So I've downloaded like 74 games. And wow. one of them, one of them, Ace Combat 7. I'm not, I was, I've never really been into like military flight combat stuff, but it looks amazing. I'm really enjoying it, but this next mission's a stealth one, and I'm going to suck at that one. So. I was never good at the stealth missions in Splinter Cell. I sort of got a taste for it, but I'm just sort of a, I want to run and gun and shoot at things. Yeah, you're a first-person shooter kind of guy. Yeah, when, when, yeah, but you know what? I like first-person shooters, but I like from the third-person point of view. Like, I like to see, you know? So, um, but when Dan and I, back, way back in, like, the, like, hockey days, On, um, I think it was Sega or something like that. The same button did like you could check someone as yep. well as take a shot. Yeah. So I literally just skated around, and if I didn't have the puck, I was just punching somebody. Was that Blades of Steel? No, it wasn't even. It was just. I think. I think it was just. Just like, hockey. <laughs> just hockey. No, seriously. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like there were three body types for the players. This was like a medium, a skinny. Right. Player, a right. Hockey. And like you could, you could if you hit someone, if you fought enough, you won because they were their head was bleeding on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the game that they're playing in um, Swingers. Uh. So, but yeah, and because I wouldn't really, because Dan would set up shots because he's a hockey guy. And I'm not a hockey guy. I would literally just skate after wherever the puck was. Right. I was 
watching or trying to, to shoot. And every now and again, I got a goal. Yeah, you I just, just shoot from anywhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you shoot from anywhere. And if I got close enough and sometimes, yeah, sometimes I would um, – I would get a goal, but most of the times I was just punching people. <laughs> <laughs> Want to play hockey? Sure. I call it punch. Yeah, it's the punching simulator. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I think that's a good spot to end it. I think so. With the punching simulator. Punching simulator, which brings us right back, I guess, to President Trump. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Wear your fucking masks. And if you don't listen to us before the election, fucking vote for the right guy that's not orange. Yeah, just don't fucking vote. And if you're undecided, um, I'm curious. Vote, vote for Biden if you're undecided. Yeah, exactly. We'll decide. I mean, come on. They're too fucking stupid to figure it out by now. <laughs> that's it. Win their hearts and minds by calling them idiots. I'm sorry. There's no goddamn excuse for it. I'm just tired of this bullshit. It does Fuck. make the undecided people for Bush look a little more reasonable, doesn't it? A little. I'm not saying a lot. Just a little. Not much. I mean, we weren't we weren't saying that people in, in Minnesota have really good genes, which is just coded language for, hey, you're all white. <laughs> you're all white with me. Swear to God, that's going to slip out of his mouth at some point. Yeah. I just Fuck. want to say, I love America. I love all of you. Yeah. So many bright white faces. I love white people. I love America. White, white America love. <laughs> On that note, everybody have a good week. Stay safe out there. Yeah, definitely try. Bye-bye. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Dr. Miller, and the SCP we're going to be looking at today is SCP-2006. Object class, Keter. Special Containment Procedures SCP-2006 is to be contained at Site-118 in an airtight containment cell. SCP-2006 must be constantly monitored for changes in form, which are to be noted immediately. All personnel coming into contact with SCP-2006 are required to enroll in an acting course with a focus on expressing fear and surprise. Every month, SCP-2006 is to be shown at least one new extremely low-quality horror or science fiction movie containing horror elements. All interaction with SCP-2006 must confirm that SCP-2006 continues to believe that said works demonstrate a superb grasp of horror. Description: SCP-2006 is an anomalous spherical entity roughly 50 centimeters in diameter when in its default state. SCP-2006's stated goal is to cause feelings of fear and or horror in as many humans as possible. To accomplish this purpose, SCP-2006 possesses the ability to change its shape, mass, volume, density, chemical structure, and voice to any form that it desires. Currently, there is no way to damage SCP-2006. The extent of its shape-shifting abilities is unknown and is currently thought to be unlimited. Currently, SCP-2006 has demonstrated a fondness for taking forms of various entities and villains from the various horror and science fiction movies that it has witnessed. The most common form that SCP-2006 has taken is that of the Rumen from the 1953 movie Robot Monster. 
SCP-2006 is capable of speaking even when it possesses the form of an entity that is normally unable to speak. SCP-2006 will generally attempt to startle and or scare any individual it comes into contact with, but after doing so, will become affable and friendly. The reason behind this is currently unknown. Although SCP-2006 has repeatedly stated its goal of causing as much fear as possible, SCP-2006 is a poor judge of concepts that cause fear in humans and constantly searches for new methods in which to accomplish its goal. This poor recognition extends to recognition of emotions in humans, as SCP-2006 is incapable of distinguishing between subtle differences in emotion that would be obvious to a human. This is Interview Log SCP-2006, playing log now. current site director for Site-118 has issued the following memorandum regarding SCP-2006. Attention all personnel. I've been getting reports of some of the lax behavior regarding SCP-2006. Many personnel have been heard laughing at SCP-2006 during surveillance, when it watches a new movie, or when it attempts to scare individuals. Some personnel have been heard questioning why SCP-2006 is classified as a Keter entity. I am here to remind you that a Keter entity is a Keter entity, regardless of how innocuous it may seem. No, SCP-2006 is not a rampaging demigod, nor is it a regenerating super lizard. However, it possesses the same level of danger as any other Keter that the Foundation has contained. Think of SCP-2006's purpose. It wishes to scare people. Imagine what would happen if SCP-2006 broke containment and found out what really scared people. Imagine if it saw the horror and fear of war, or the concepts of paranoia or phobias common to each and every human being. Imagine if it found the true horror of a nuclear holocaust or an XK-class scenario. Now... Couple that with an entity that possesses shape-shifting abilities with no known limits, and you will understand why it's classified as Keter. All personnel mentioned above have been suitably disciplined. I do not want to hear about this again.
This is Dr. Randall Owings, Site 118 Director, signing out. Okay. I think that about does it for today. Thank you all for listening, if indeed you still are, and you're all dismissed. Goodbye.